Welcome to the Coastal Community Church Midweek Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I'm Shayla McCormick, and I will be your host. My husband, TJ, and I are the lead pastors of Coastal Community Church, a place where everyone's welcome because nobody's perfect and anything is possible. In this podcast, our goal is to bring the weekend message to life and to share stories that help you along in your faith journey. Let's get started. Well, hi, guys. Welcome back to another episode of the Coastal Midweek Podcast. This week, Pastor TJ kind of gave this podcast a little shout out in the middle of the week. So if this is your first time listening in, tuning in, we're so excited that you guys are here. We hope that this is something practical that you can use, that you can walk away with something that adds value to your life. And and if ahead. you do enjoy it, give us a like, you know, uh, subscribe it, it mm-hmm. to it, share it with your friends, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. We're not very good at promoting that aspect of it. No, this was like the first time we ever like really promoted it on a weekend. (laughs) Um, Well, hey, I I love that we are in this series because I actually think even though it's a, it's a very spiritual series, like on the, on like, actually it's not a very spiritual series. It's actually a very practical series. And if we would actually practically live these things out, we would see the supernatural spiritual things begin to take place in our life. Well, I think that's the irony of it. So many people think that spiritual is not practical when the reality is, is it's actually very, very practical that changes us spiritually, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's why it, from a title perspective of, you know, I need a miracle. You think, oh man, we're going to be talking about very spiritual things, but actually it's very habitual things. Right. And if we can get the habits of Jesus mm-hmm. into our life, mm-hmm. how much will it change the very supernatural things that we want to see happen in our life? Yeah, because if we do, I mean, it's just like it's just like anything in our lives. You know, you said we're we're only as healthy as our habits. Yeah. You know, and when we begin to to do things consistently, we see things change consistently. Yeah because we're actually putting the effort and the work into it. And, you know, this weekend you talked a lot about prayer yeah, and how much that was part of, of Jesus's life and how he actually broke away many times to do that and how his life and his ministry was going amazing. And you would think like when life is amazing, you just keep doing kind of that same thing. But Jesus had this rhythm that he took away and, and he prayed. And I think, Prayer sometimes I think is intimidating for people. Yeah, I would agree. And I think when we hear people pray, you know, a lot of times it's from stage or it's a leader praying and it's somebody that's probably done it very consistently in their life. So you listen to them and you think, oh my gosh, I I don't want to pray in front of people and I don't want it. But prayer isn't just in front of people. (laughs) It's actually something that we should be doing in our everyday life. So let's talk about, maybe what that looks like and the value that it that it adds to our life. Yeah, I think it it begins with understanding that that prayer isn't isn't just hey, I did it and then I'm done with it. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, all throughout scripture it tells us to pray without ceasing. It tells yep. us to pray continuously. Yep. And so I I think it's more than just I had this set moment and I did it while we need to do that. Like we talked about this this weekend, you know, you need to have a set time, you have a set place, you know, you need to have a set strategy because Jesus had all those things. I think it's this, this constant communication, just 
like we're married. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I'm checking in with you throughout the day. You're checking in with me throughout the day. Why? Because I, I want to know what's happening. I want to know what's going mm -hmm. on. Is there anything I can do for you? Is, is it, you know, maybe I have something I need from you. And that that communication and that banter that we have back and forth, I, I don't think that that's really any different yeah. than the communication we should have with God. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I do think, you know, going back to that, that verse that says, pray without ceasing, you know, again, can seem a little intimidating and overwhelming. Like, what does that mean? But really, it's like this constant conversation that you're having with God. Like, God, I'm going into a meeting. I need wisdom right now. God, I'm dealing with my husband that is driving me crazy. Help me to know the right words to say or, you know, soften my heart. Toward. It's like this constant conversation of the frustrations, yeah. the joys, the difficulties, the exciting moments is bringing God in. Yeah. To all of those things. Well, it's, you know, I, I think Mark Batterson said this. Maybe he didn't. Maybe he just quoted it. But he he said this statement. He said, I never pray for 30 minutes, but I never go 30 minutes without praying. Mm, yep. And, and I, when I heard him say that, if you've never read The Circle Maker by Mark Batterson. Yes. Probably one of the best books on faith and prayer yep. that I've ever read yep. in my life. It's, it's, it's a classic mm -hmm. kind of thing, even though it's not very old. It will change and wreck your life. I encourage you, <laughs> read the book, The Circle Maker. But... It, it was this idea that he was talking about praying ceaselessly. I don't even know if it was in that book, but he was talking about this. And and I was like, that's exactly what it means. It's mm -hmm. it's just having this, like, listen, it's not that I'm praying all it's the dialogue. time. It's that I'm never going very long without communication. Yeah. And I think, and I think that that's, that's really, if I look at the life of Jesus, that's what I see. It's not that he was constantly talking to God. I think that it was, he didn't go very long without having, checking back in with God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and I mean, just like you said, in any, in any relationship, in good, re any good relationship, it, it starts with communication. I forget the, the words that you used. It was like a point <laughs> in your message. You probably don't even remember like the, it was like this one-liner point. Gosh. I wish I remembered it now. But anyways, like you can't have relationship basically without communication. Yeah. Well, I said you you don't have a relationship with God without prayer. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's impossible mm -hmm. because prayer is our communication with God. Yep. And think about think about how many times, like if somebody prays for you, how meaningful that is. You yeah. know, or or you know that somebody's praying for you or somebody takes time out to to remember those things and how impactful that is in your life because prayer can be very impactful and intentional and like, you know, those moments of quiet. I, I just went to, my grandmother just passed away recently and I went to her celebration of life and my grandma was a prayer warrior. Yes, she you was. Know, I believe that so much of who I am today is because of the prayers that she prayed. And many times just knowing that my grandma was praying for me, you know, you know, it's like, well, if that person prays for me, then I'm going to be all good because yeah. you know, the connection that they have to God. And over and over again, people were getting up and they were talking about me, my, my grandma and how her, the prayers that they prayed for her. And I remember sitting around the table with my brothers and sisters and them communicating the very same thing. Like 
man, the prayers that grandma prayed for this situation and how this situation turned out. And I believe it's because grandma's prayers were praying for that. And they were all sitting around the table and they said, I'm so, I'm so sad that grandma's no longer here because she's not going to be able to pray those prayers over our life anymore. And I was like, you guys, it's, it's hard when you're like a pastor, but you're also a sister or brother or yeah. whatever. And like, you don't want to sound like super high spiritual. and mighty or super spiritual. But I was like, you guys, I'm going to have a pastor moment right here. And I just said, you know, prayers don't die when we die. And the prayers that grandma prayed for you and for your kids and for your kids to find good spouses, even though they're in elementary school, you know, the prayers that she prayed they didn't die with her. Our prayers outlive us. And I think that's so encouraging, even in the conversations that we have with God or even in the prayers that we pray for our kids. And, you know, that that God is intently listening and those things don't just fall by the wayside. Yeah. You know, and when we when we think of it like a conversation and somebody is intentionally listening to us and cares deeply about those things, why wouldn't we want to talk to them constantly? you know, and, and have those consistent conversations. It was just, sorry, I just went on a tangent, but it was really impactful for me to sit and listen to that. And, and I go, man, I want to have that in my life too. Yeah. And that kind of a relationship that people identify that. Well, everybody, everybody wants that kind of relationship, but it, will you do what it takes to have that kind of relationship? Right. And, and that's, that's the reality of what, you know, this, these, this whole series is all about. It's about, you know, how do we get healthy spiritually and how mm-hmm. we get healthy spiritually is by developing the habits yep. that created a healthy spiritual life yeah. that Jesus embodied and lived out. And one of the key elements was that getting alone with God and spending time with him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the the depth of my relationship with you is based on the time that I spend alone right. with you. Right. Yeah. It, it's where, you know, I, I remember, and and this is this is where where I think we we miss it sometimes is like when I was getting to know you and I'm still getting to know you because you're constantly changing, you're growing, mm-hmm. you're evolving, mm-hmm. you're 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 somebody different than you were almost 22 years ago yeah. when I married you. Yeah. Um but I, I wanted to know everything about you. So I wanted to sit there and I wanted to ask questions mm-hmm. and I wanted to hear the response. And and I almost think like, man, if we if we really believe that there is a God that wants to know us, Mm -hmm. like why would we not want to spend time with him? Yeah. Well, and a God who really has the ability, like we, we can't see the forest through the trees kind of thing. Like he, he sees every single aspect of it. And why wouldn't we want to want to be able to have that conversation where there's peace that's present, where there's, you know, this security and all, all of those things that goes along with relationship. Yeah. Cause you know, like I'm not in this alone. Well, not only that, but sometimes it's, and this, this is just my own personal rub. Like it's not always about like what's in it for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like if I have a relationship and in that relationship, all I'm looking out for is like, Hey, what can you do for me? Mm-hmm. That's like a pretty unhealthy relationship. Absolutely. And unfortunately, I, I think that's how a lot of people treat mm-hmm. God. Like he's a genie in a bottle. And yeah. if I rub him the right way, mm-hmm. he'll give me all of my wishes and commands. 
Now, I, I don't think that that's the right approach. However, I don't think God cares what reason you come to him. No, no, I'm, I, I'm not saying that, but I, yeah. I'm saying like, if we're really talking about relationship. Yeah. And, and I'm just going a little bit deeper here than sure. I, I can. But like, think about it. If, if in every relationship you're just in it for what do I get out of this? Yeah. Like you're not going to end up with any relationships. Yep. Yeah. So, but like when I just love somebody, like, like I just, and they actually care about like what I care about. Mm-hmm. Like I naturally want to do things for them. Right. Because I know that they just, they just care about me. Mm-hmm. Well, and when you serve and you give and you do, you know, and yeah. it's that give and take relationship, you, you actually do receive a lot in the giving. Yeah. You know, which is pretty amazing. Which is a totally different message, but I just. Yeah. Well, one of the things that. I think you wanted to share with everybody over this podcast was just, you know, some different ways and methods that we pray. Cause I think prayer, again, it's just a conversation. We over what's, what's the right word? Overcomplicate it. And when really it's just something simple, but I think even though it's simple, people still can't wrap their head around it. So sometimes giving people some tools and some methods to be able to develop. Yeah you know, in their prayer life is, is a really good thing. And so I know we were talking before the podcast about a couple of the different methods that you use in your life or that Mm -hmm. you found has value. So why don't you talk about a couple of those things? Yeah. I mean, the first one that that I use, and it's really the way that I learned how to pray, Mm -hmm. it's called the, the acts kind of prayer method. And it stands for, uh, adoration, Mm -hmm. confession, thanksgiving, and supplication. A C T S. So, what is what does that mean? Okay, like, what not, is that? Let me explain it. Okay. So, I, I want to give the definition. Okay. So, so adoration. Like, I just start by by thanking, like, not thanking God, but just glorifying God. Yeah. You know, God, man, you're so great. You're so awesome. Mm-hmm. The fact that you would send your son mm-hmm. for me just blows my mind. But it could also be thankfulness of God. I think you have air to breathe this morning. Well, I thank I, you that I woke up. Okay, I, you're going to get to okay, thankfulness. Sorry, no, sorry. no, no. This is just like for, adoration for adoration. who he, for who he is. Yes, like yes. you're just it's it's almost a worshipful okay. kind of aspect of your prayer. Like, yeah, I'm just worshiping God. Yeah, in my prayer, mm-hmm. and then uh, confession. You know, the Bible talks a lot about confession. Like, what are the things that I need to get off my chest yeah. that where I screwed up? And I think that this is a lost aspect of prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more like, hey, let me get to my list of things that I need you to do for yeah. me. Rather than like, hey, God, here's where I mo- messed up. Will you forgive me? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and it's also a time for me to go, God, show me areas that I'm not currently kind of mm-hmm. seeing. At least for me, this is how I treat it. Like, where are the areas that I'm not seeing that I am screwing up? Yeah. Or that I've done something that I've offended somebody or I've hurt somebody that mm-hmm. I need to I need to remedy that situation. Yeah. So it's an opportunity. And so I like to spend a couple minutes in each. And then I go to Thanksgiving where I'm just thankful. Yeah. Uh, where I'm just going, man, thank you for the error that I breathe. Thank yeah. you for a loving wife. Thank you for an incredible purpose in life to yeah. pastor and help people. Thank mm-hmm. you, you know, for for giving me a vehicle to get from A to B. Thank you for giving me opportunities to do things that I love. I mean, I'm just, I'm just thanking God. And the supplication part is where I go to him with all the things that I need him to do. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like, Hey, here's my list. Now that I, now that I've, I've kind of set the stage, Mm -hmm. 
here's here's my list. And I, and I love the the scripture out of Hebrews where it tells us that we can come boldly before the throne of grace, that we can obtain mercy and find grace in our time of mm-hmm. need. And I think that it's just an approach of really simply like if I'm going to go to my dad, and this is yeah. how I picture God. If I'm if my dad is sitting there, and and I need some stuff, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna jump into his lap. I'm gonna butter him up a little dad, bit. Dad, I love you. I love you. You're, You're awesome, so good to me, man. You're incredible. You're the best dad how'd ever. How'd you birth this son? Well, you didn't birth him, but yeah. how did how did you and mom make this gorgeous son of yours? You know, I don't really want to hear that, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually. <laughs> um, but it's 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 that whole thing, and then going, hey. Here's here's what I need. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't I think about that from a father perspective. Mm-hmm. Like what what kind of response? I know as a as as a dad, you know, if, if Alexander were to come and jump up into my arms and talk to me and just tell you he loves tells you, tells me he, I mean, he has me at at I love you. Yeah, but then, Daddy, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And then, man, you're such a good dad. <laughs> And then can we go to playground? <laughs> okay, sure. Okay, sure. You know, like he's he's got me. Like he, he it not that you're looking for a formula. But that it's a good place to put your heart in too. Yeah. Like recognizing who God is and like his greatness and all of that. And then to be able to confess and just go, man, I I ha- I'm I don't get it right. Yeah. And here's where I'm not getting it right. But here's where I'm grateful. Yeah. And so, then here's what I need. So, so I acts. Go, I go on a 20 minute walk basically every morning mm-hmm. walking my dog. Thank you for walking preacher. And uh that uh, during that time this is what I pray through. Mm-hmm. And and we've got a, like a little pattern or a, a way that we yeah. walk and I I kind of know when I get to certain spots I need to switch to the next mm-hmm. thing. And I've just made it like it's my strategy. Yeah. And it's it's a simple strategy. It is I've I've actually this is the first time I've ever heard you talk about that. Maybe, maybe not ever, but like, I think it's a, an incredible method to use. It's simple and, and easy to identify those things. So acts, yeah, adoration, confession, thankfulness, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving and supplication. Yep. Okay. Write yep. that down. Do that every day. What are some, what are some other I mean, methods that you wanted to talk about. I mean, there's all kind. There's the Lord's Prayer, and and you know one of the great resources that we have at Coastal is our Pray First books. You if know? you don't have one, we can put some at some of the, our our first time guests or a resource table that that you can go grab one off of there. But they are great resources, and it has all these prayer methods that you can go through, that you can look at, that you can pray through, and it's really a powerful tool that you could use. Yeah. So when you when you say the Lord's Prayer, yeah, what 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 is that method like? Yeah, it's the Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. We we've all heard the Lord's mm-hmm. Prayer, and so basically it's it's taking those statements in there, Our Father in heaven, and basically it's saying it's adoration. Well, it's it's, it's acknowledging this the connecting greatness. with God mm-hmm. relationally, mm-hmm. like He is our Father. Yeah. And so if you have a father, you can connect with him mm-hmm. relationally. It says, hallowed be his name. It's about worshiping him. Yeah. It's taking some time to worship God. It says, your kingdom come, your will be done. It's like, God, what is your agenda? Mm-hmm. Like, what are the things that you need me praying about? Mm-hmm. And then it, it goes on to, to be, give us this day our daily bread, where we depend on it. It's, it's us stating our dependence. Like, I, I, I need you to yeah. do this. I need you to take care of that. 
And then forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. It's where we we ask for forgiveness Mm -hmm. and and get forgiveness Mm -hmm. given. And then don't lead us in temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. It's where we engage in some spiritual warfare. Well, and you you talked a little bit about that this weekend too. Like when we when we're asking God, like you can cry out to him when you're in temptation. Yeah. And you you can begin to pray. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then for yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory. It's ex, it's expressing our faith mm-hmm. in God's in God's ability. Mm-hmm. And so it's just it's just taking time. And you know, you can get these super complex. I mean, you can go on to the tabernacle prayer, which <laughs> you know, you start all the way on the outskirts yeah. and work your way all the way into the tabernacle. I mean, it's a prayer method mm-hmm. uh that's out there, but it's 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 how long of a time do you have? Yeah. And what is a pattern that you can find that fits what you do? For me, it's it's acts. It, it's acts. It's a twenty minute walk. It's me spending three to five minutes on Which each I think one it's of probably those. Probably the most practical. Yeah, super mm-hmm. simple. And and I like simple. I'm not yeah. I'm not a complicated person. So give me simple and let me just walk through that mm-hmm. and just just make my way through. And then you know the rest of the time I just it's just a conversation with God. Like yeah. hey, here's what's going on. Shayla's really mean to me right now. Can you change her heart? You know, it doesn't really work very well. He normally changes my heart, but. I going to say I'm never mean. Yeah. Well, perspective. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you were talking about this weekend, you talked about, um, you know, laying your needs out before God, which is all, which is in each of those, each of those prayer methods. And I think something that's so good about about doing that and having that method of adoration, you know, confession, thankfulness, supplication is like positioning our heart in the right place. Because once we get to our needs, they're really already submitted to God, your greatness and what you desire for our life. Because I really think so much of it is like, God, here, here's what I need. Just like, just like Jesus prayed, like, God, this is what I want, but your will be done. Yeah. is like, God, here are my needs that I'm presenting to you. But if those don't line up with what you want, like my heart is submitted to that. And I think what prayer does many times is it postures our heart differently so that God can change some things in our heart so that he can give us the desires of our heart and prayer begins to change us. Yeah. You know, there's a, my, my pastor used to always talk about his pastor's name was Brother Roy. It's actually mm-hmm. my pastor's pastor's pastor. <laughs> it's it's a long family lineage, and uh, and Brother Roy would tell them all the time. And I've I've heard his son, and I've heard my pastor say it all the time. A man that's on his face can't fall from that position. Mm-hmm. And I think there's something about just getting on your face yeah. and praying. Yep. That that the only place for you to go is to be lifted up. That's right. And. Uh, you know, so many times we're looking for this world to lift us up and we're wondering why we keep falling down. Mm-hmm. It's because this world was never designed to lift us up. That's, that's actually what God wants yeah. to do in our life. It's good. And the only way that we really get that encouragement, we get that build up, we get that invigoration in our life is when we get down on our face mm-hmm. and, and we we humble ourselves and God raises us up. Yeah. Us up. Yeah. And and if we would stop trying to raise ourselves up and humble ourselves. We'll humble everything else around us. <laughs> well, 
Yeah, it's it's why, you know, Second Chronicles says, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray. And turn from their wicked ways. And turn from their wicked ways and seek my face, I will heal their land. Mm-hmm. Like everything that we're looking for, the the miracles, the transformation, the, the life change. The marriages, the kids. Yeah, is mm-hmm. is found in if my people. Yep. Will humble themselves, themselves and, and pray, pray and turn, turn from their wicked. But I think that if we'll humble ourselves and pray, we'll naturally start to exactly. turn. Exactly. The the turning is a byproduct of us humbling ourselves and praying. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and you think about the context of Jesus, you know, he's already relegated himself from heaven. He's like, Man, I, I don't know about you, but I, I would have a hard time giving up the position. And yet he knew that the greatest position he could take is a position of still submission mm-hmm. to his heavenly father here on earth. Yeah. And if if that was the context that Jesus lived with and that was a lifestyle he lived with, why, why would we not want to adopt the same? Mm-hmm. Well, and I mean, I think prayer really does change things. It changes the atmosphere around us. It changes our heart. It changes people around us because... I mean, just like my grandma, you know, when people come in contact with her, you know, she was a feisty little lady, but man, they, they saw a prayer warrior. They saw somebody that they can trust. And I think when we model so many times that, that life and our first, our first response is prayer, not our last resort kind of thing, you know, it, it's powerful and effective. And if you read, there's so many verses on, on prayer. And when we use prayer and the power of our prayer and, you know, yeah. I don't know. We we could probably go on and on for for a really long time just about prayer and the effectiveness and if we actually put this into practice in our life, but I think I do think if if this week and over this next year again, if this is going to be our best year yet, it has to be our best year spiritually. Yeah. And I know that so many of you guys have been coming to us and talking to us about how you've started the Bible reading plan. And how much it's added value to your life. Well, now that you've been consistent in that, let's add another thing to it. Yeah. You know, let's add acts. Yeah. Let's add this this prayer method for five, 10, 15 minutes. If you'd spend two minutes two on minutes. each one of those, you'd be amazed at what God would do in your life. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, this is, it's interesting because everything that we're talking about here, uh, there's a book that both of us love called Atomic Habits. Yep. And uh, he talks about the power of habit stacking. Mm-hmm. And if you'll take a habit and you'll do it consistently, and then you'll stack another habit on top of it, the compound effect in your life is transformational. Mm-hmm. And what 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 we hope you do spiritually is that you would habit stack these things and watch the compound effect in your spiritual life mm-hmm. just be an epic transformation this year. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I, I, I won't. Never mind. I won't go into, <laughs> into all that. But if you guys want some really good resources and books on prayer, I think Mark Batterson has some of the best books on prayer. Um, Circle Maker, he also did like a 40-day prayer, like devotional yeah, that kind of thing, the 40-day prayer challenge, I think. And it's phenomenal. Yeah, And it's simple and it's short. It's like a devotional and just kind of like a prayer journal at the same time. Yeah, if you want an old school book, um, it's called Practice the Presence of God by Brother Lawrence. Mm. And uh, it's weird. It's from a monk 
that hmm. they wrote a book back in the day, but I, I think it's a, it's, it's a, just a great book on like, how do we connect with God all the time? Yeah. Yeah. And it's something I read when I was 19 years old and, um, it's, it's something I've never forgotten. Mm-hmm. So. Well, I think that we can see our lives and the atmosphere around us change if we do continue to to implement these things. So I hope that as you guys go about this week that you'll realize that prayer really is just a conversation. And I hope that you start that conversation. I hope that you continue that conversation and that you have this realization that God is listening and he, he is paying attention to the things that you care about and the things that weigh on your heart. And so let's go ax this <laughs> week. That was like a very... That was so white person (laughs) trying to be ghetto hood. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Okay. Well, hopefully you guys enjoyed the Coastal Midweek podcast and we'll see you guys back here next week.